Hey, Mrs. Yeah. <laughs> it's a special Monday show. It's the Porsche Open House. Yippee. Roll it, Hal. <laughs> Hi, Mrs. Ryan. Hello, hello. Hello, hello yourself. All right. Got all situated here. We got everybody. Got a full house. Yes, we do. All right. Welcome back, Mrs. Ryan. Hello. It's Monday. Yes. We're not uh, usually here on Mondays. I know. I'm totally thrown off. <laughs> it's as if it's still the weekend because Monday is normally Mrs. Ryan's and my Sunday. Uh, but we've got some fella friends in town. We're going to do a show. It's very exciting. So in the meantime, welcome back, everybody. Today is Monday, September 16th, 2019. My name is Jay Ryan. This is Nicole Ryan. We are the Ryans. And welcome back to the old late night playset. Or this may be It's Tonight Show. I haven't exactly. Maybe it's It's Tonight Show in the late night playset. Ray I, Schaefer and I were just having a conversation. We're having so many issues with the name and, and, the, and the whole thing. And truly, there's, the issues are me uh, and having the long game going forward and being able to align with something and stay aligned with it. Whatever. It is what it is. You all know what we're doing. We're the Ryans. Yay! <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> um, how you doing, Mrs. Ryan? Welcome back. Fun. Uh, it was a great weekend. It was so a great I'm, weekend. We're going to talk all about that today. I think I'm just a little tight. My body is just trying to... Do you think also you're maybe a little tired? I mean, you normally get to lay out by now. You know, call it uh, maybe mid-afternoon on Sunday is when you start to lay down for the for the weekend. Really, you know, I mean, that's kind of the beginning of your recoup time. Yeah, we haven't had it yet. We have not had it yet, and I just I have my my job is to figure that out. So I don't get to I don't like using that as an excuse. So I. Don't like saying oh, my energy shit because I did so much stuff this weekend because it was awesome. <laughs> you're and awesome. today's awesome. And uh, you're yeah. awesome. And I don't feel that you ever, you don't ever do that. You never use it as an excuse. So don't even worry about I know. That. So I'm going to take a nap after we tape. Good for you. Yeah, that's the plan. <laughs> that's the plan. That's awesome. Um, with that, the weekend was spectacular. Let's see. Where did we, we left everybody on Thursday. We were headed to breakfast club. That was nice. Small, but very, very nice. Had some great conversations. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and George was back. Oh, the shark boy. One year. Home. One year he has been gone. He left the day after we told the, here's a, the timeline. The day after we told the microphone story, Late Show 25, uh, George Puckaber, uh, shark boy, on the uh, the old Instagram, he uh, left for a we're calling it a ride about, right? It was like a yeah. like a walkabout type thing, a year long motorcycle trip on his own adventure trip. He went, for, he left here, went down to the southern tip of South America, then went all the way to the northern tip of uh, well, really as far out in Alaska as you could go, the furthest tip of uh, of North America, and then sort of just skedaddled all around hitting the other stuff in between i followed his instagram that he posted sometimes it was incredible the stuff he saw the people he met absolutely incredible and what i find very interesting is without a doubt he came back a different person uh, what do you think sure. you agree for sure 
Um, very excited to see what happens with Mr. Shark Boy. But please give him a follow on Instagram because his stuff is amazing. And it's a, a motorcycle adventure stuff. He owns several Porsches, so he's a Porsche guy too. He's going to get back into that. His cars are still in storage and they're in uh, uh, you know non-operating registration. Right. So he's doing all that stuff now. He's figuring out what's going on. So anyway, welcome back, George. Uh, then Mrs. Ryan, party. oh my gosh, the weekend's activities. There were so many things. Uh, the Rare Shades event we're going to talk about in a few minutes and mm-hmm. um, and uh, and the Porsche Concours, uh, Porsche Club of Los Angeles, no, hang on, Porsche <laughs> Club of America, <laughs> Los Angeles region uh, of the PCA had uh, their Concours at the airport, of Santa Monica Airport, Museum of Flying. Museum of Flying. Had a great time there too, and as did our guest today, so we'll talk about that. And uh, then we did Malibu and Muffins as well, and, yeah. uh, and oh my goodness, a wonderful evening last night that we'll probably talk about a little bit as well. So we had a very, very busy weekend. Mrs. Ryan, you were out and about really nonstop. In fact, the only thing we didn't end up getting to do was the event uh, because of the heat. There was a Rare Shades uh, specific uh, talk that we'll get into when they're in here. But yeah. That was the only thing you couldn't do. I melt in the heat, and I <laughs> don't always realize it because I feel cold all the time. So you always are like, you see my eyes go because that happens sometimes first. It's almost like pe- people are relying on their cell phones for uh, sensors and other things. Mrs. Ryan has to rely on me to be her heat sensor and whatever. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> thanks for keeping me out of the heat man when we got home after that my eyes were like falling like going in circles so i'm I would super like, grateful also like to say a big thank you to chester over there at the pcala uh he uh gave us just a wonderful well, actually we gave him i guess an interview yesterday but it was just a delightful conversation it's just it's 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 always he's very good at that he's very good at what he does mm-hmm. and he's very good at making people feel comfortable um so that they are uh, able to uh, share some interesting things and i know that we certainly did so i, I look forward to yeah. seeing that and i think our guest did as well mrs ryan enough blathering i think it's time to ask the question that's on everyone's <laughs> mind <laughs> skip right through because we've got ray oh my gosh we didn't even get to that i didn't say it Holy smokes, guys, I'm so sorry. Our guests today are from Triple Zero Magazine, Mr. Pete Stout, and also from Porsche Classic and Porsche North America, Mr. Ray Schaefer is in the house. Our good old friend Ray Schaefer is back. We've been out there talking for the last 15, 20, oh, 45 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> so, so that's why we're already all riled up. Mrs. Ryan, it's time to ask the question that's on everyone's mind. What is going on? <laughs> It is no surprise (laughs) that human immune systems are changing, but just so that everyone can look at something else, just to remind everyone that it's all different now, dolphins are mirroring our antibiotic resistance. Uh, It's being found. So it's all changing. And so we don't, no one, no animal, no energy, whatever, can rely on the things that we thought kept us safe. They might actually be doing other stuff. So if you need to look at other things sometimes to figure out yourself, if that helps, it's happening to all of us. So don't rely on antibiotics. Wow. All right. That was a mouthful. <laughs> I, don't, I, I think I know what you're getting at there. It was a mouthful. Yeah. Just, yeah. I think uh, anybody who thinks anything is going to be concrete forever um, has a rude awakening at some point. Yeah. You know what I mean? The, the change is part of it things change i i also everybody wants to be, oh i want to be safe forever and comfortable and like yeah I, everybody wants that it's not possible it's not real right. it's a it's a it's it's an illusion it's a fantasy <laughs> right so yeah if you're 
when I was a kid, you know, I'm the king of that. When I was a kid, this used to be a blah, blah, blah. Now it's a Walmart. Everything changes. Is what it is. Thank you for making that succinct. That's really all I got out of that, too. Um, Bananas are really helpful. They have magnesium and potassium and stuff. I love bananas. Um, They're also yummy. I like making bread out of them. But uh, it is found that you can make tea out of the peels. That that transfers some of the health benefits. And it has the tryptophan that turkey has in it. So it's I feel like a lot of times the things that we strip away from whatever we eat is the good part. I've always read like, you know, when you eat a, a, a like an apple or something like that, like the skin is where all the healthy stuff is. Or yeah. Kind of makes sense. You know, that's what gets the sun. So that's where the vitamin D go. I mean, it, there is a lot of sense to be made by that logic. I just I don't really know. I've heard both things and like how things grow and like what you grow things in and like it affects all that stuff. But to know that you can use the peels as like a health thing at night, sometimes out of chamomile tea or whatever. Like, oh, I see. There's neat ways and properties to use it for health stuff if you like that stuff. And I like bananas. Go to town. Okay. This was so fun for me. There is going to be a contemporary Golden Girls type show coming to Netflix. But the reason I love it, former guest Carol Leifer is behind it. Oh, my goodness. We love Carol Leifer. Love her. Love Carol Leifer. The two other people involved, Jane Lynch and, right? Also wonderful. Cindy Lauper. Oh, my goodness gracious. I met Cindy Lauper as a kid. I I love Cindy Lauper. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Jane uh, won a Creative Arts Emmy last night, apparently, for a guest appearance in Mrs. Maisel. Congratulations, Jane Lynch. Congratulations. So uh, just I cannot wait to see what Carol does with Cindy and Jane. (laughs) Can't say enough nice things about Carol Leifer. Carol Leifer was a guest on this show before we had any idea what the hell we were doing. And she could not have been nicer. I cannot say that enough. She could not have been more gracious, more uh, uh, supportive, more um, uh, whatever you call that when you're giving advice. And you know what I mean? Just very, very generous. Um, we love you, Carol Liefer. Thank you, thank Lots you. And can't love. wait to watch your new show. Kudos on this. This is super st- exciting. Um, and then lastly, uh, this I, I, I've not been keeping up with the news necessarily of our industry, but mm-hmm. something makes sense. Uh, this surprised me, though. Netflix is uh, won the bid for Seinfeld, and they're going to have it starting 2021. Why does that surprise you? It, it, just that it's happening. Like, I, but it, Hulu has it now. Right. Yes. And it's going to expire. And comedians in cars and Jerry's deal is at Netflix. It makes logical sense. I just I didn't realize it was happening. Um, But so, yes, it's uh, all going that way. What I hear is another fantastic Seinfeld payday. Bravo to those guys. I mean, it's amazing. The never ending show that just isn't about anything. It's so good. That's where uh, uh, Carol's show is going to be Netflix, too. So I'm supporting anything Seinfeld Netflix at this point. So. That's uh, where it'll be in a couple of years. And and just, I hate to the Netflix bandwagon, but we saw that Dave Chappelle uh, special. And, you know, it's, it's very controversial because a lot of the stuff he says, but holy smokes, I am a fan. I loved everything. I yeah. saw through the way he was saying things. He's trying to educate. He's not poking fun at the thing. Yeah. He's showing you all that it's ridiculous to poke fun at the thing. Yeah. We're all the same. Yeah. We're all different. We're all we're all ridiculous. You know what I mean? It's eh, whatever. I love you, Mrs. Ryan. Yeah. Is that is that the hey? That's the end. <laughs> <laughs> and that's been what's going on. All right, Mrs. Ryan. It is that time. We should take a break. We should get our guests in here. I think we're gonna do Ray Schaefer first for a couple minutes, and then Pete Stout will be in here right after. Awesome. Taking a quick break. More to come right after this. Ray Schaefer in that chair. 
See you in a few. Mrs. Ryan's laughing, and that means it is time to come back. Ray Schaefer's on camera. Beautiful. In that case, we are back. Welcome back, Ray Schaefer. Thank you, Jay. Thank you, Nicole. It's wonderful to be Thank back. You. Ray Schaefer, what's your official title at Porsche? I always say just Ray Schaefer from Porsche, and I, I feel that that may be disrespectful. I don't mean no, to be. No, it's not disrespectful. It's a, I mean, it's such an honor to be associated with such a great company. Yeah. Great company of people. Uh, oh, market well, market development manager for Porsche Classic. Wow. Okay. Yeah, that's my official title. And then with, uh, I know your duties are certainly, uh, well, it seems to be all things Porsche on the East Coast. I know that you, you uh, do you manage the Heritage Gallery? Do you run the Heritage? How does that work? Yeah, that's that's a part of it as well, looking after the Heritage part of Gallery. Your duties. Part of the duties is you're curating the exhibits that are in, in the displays, and every six months we're, we're changing that up. So, yeah, I get to do that. So when I come out to shows like this and the one that I was at in Chicago on Friday, and you know, you meet folks that have the cars, yeah. and that helps figure out when you're trying to tell a story where to find the machines to do it. And, of course, knowing guys like Pete Stout. Oh, my gosh. That help, ha- helps, too, <laughs> right, It's been Dana? a wonderful weekend. I can't wait to talk all about oh, that when he gets so in much. here. Can uh, I ask you a question? Sure. Where are we on day watch? I forgot to do it. I forgot to do it. <laughs> we were, I was going to do it at the end now. All right, let's see. Very interesting. Thank you for bringing that up, Ray Schaefer. All right, that brings us to Dave Watch <laughs> 2019. Hi, Mrs. Ryan. We'll bring this back in here. Uh, let's see, Ray Schaefer. I'm not sure where we are. Today is the 16th. Is that right? That's right. It's now, 9 is special, Is that a special day? It's a very special day. We obviously celebrated 914, the 50th anniversary of the 914 model. I'm going to put an X there because Dave wasn't here on the 914 either. Okay. <laughs> but 916 is a very rare version of the 914 that was supposed to be a more upmarket performance model uh, really? that they made 11 prototypes and decided not to produce the production version of it. And it's not the 914.6. It's a different no, car. No, it's totally called the 916. And Pete was able to get the number one prototype, the number one of the 11, was at the show on Saturday. That is so yeah. cool. That's pretty rare. Uh, in answer to your question, uh, there's no new news today probably, right? Correct. Although if there was, we wouldn't know about it. We've been so busy with Porsche stuff. <laughs> as far as I know, there's no okay. news. Uh, but but we've made some wonderful progress. As you know, we have gone all in and trying to get Dave here uh, for obvious reasons. And uh, we've made wonderful progress. We, we, we're very lucky to have a lot of people in this industry who know what they're doing supporting us. Excellent. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, somebody who is one of the the. the I want to say the best, but that's a weird way to address somebody. But one of the best known, most accomplished talent bookers in this uh, business, period, talent producers, uh, is helping us. This person right. has helped uh, book uh, – this person has booked Dave on other shows successfully. Um, and Dave only has one person on his side. Our person is talking to Dave's person. Ooh. So they are having a, and there are questions going back and forth here and there. So it's, we're being taken a look at, which is huge. And um, we haven't gotten a, get out of here. (laughs) (laughs) So to me, this is going to happen. I don't know when. I don't know when. That's exciting. Don't, I don't know where. Maybe it's going to be here or it could be at the PEC. We're going to be talking about that in a little bit as wow, well. that's right. Don't know, but yeah. um, it's going to happen. It needs to happen. Universally, it's supposed to happen. Yeah. This yeah. is how the story goes. That's right. You know? Very cool. So I'm there you go. You. Thank you for asking about that. Thank you for informing me. You've been one of our biggest supporters from the beginning, too. Uh, Thank love, you so uh, much, Ray. You guys do the greatest work. Uh, what's new with you? When was the last time we saw you? It was Lufka Cult, right? Yeah, we were out. We, we were here before the show. 
Mm-hmm. And so what we're doing this time around is actually following up after the show, after okay. the weekend. So I know the first time we met, which was what Lou, Lou Foucault. Two, two, three, two years ago. Yeah, so that was, we were ta- you had a show where you were talking about the hangout, the hangover effect after the we weekend did, like yes. that. And now and today, lumber, that was whatever that's that was. right. Yeah. Yes. So today I totally know that feeling as we sit here and talk about this because it has been a whirlwind of a weekend. So much fun. Started for me in Chicago. But you guys walked in with your A game. Like, oh. how are you able to do that? How are you able to keep it still? I think it's like you guys. We love what we do. Okay. Right? Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> that's where I cut you off. You started yeah. <laughs> in, uh, where were you, Chicago? We started in Chicago, uh, went, went up there, had been invited to do um, a little speaking at a reception that was set up in honor of uh, a, f- a Porsche fellow up there, Karsten, who really inspired Porsche driving and ownership and fun with his group of friends. And unfortunately, they lost him to cancer recently. Oh. And, and so his friends put together this show the second year, checked it out, Chicago is the name of it. And oh, they, they, I, I saw that yeah, all over that social picture. media. Yeah. Sure, yeah. Great job. Chris Cluel was there. Who Chris has done some writing for Triple Zero and, and Panorama. And so, and I think he has a podcast as well. He does. He has yeah. Overcrest Podcast, Overcrest, which is fun right. to listen to. You guys should. And he's a very nice guy. We have a, yeah. uh, we've been exchanging messages. He wants to do the show. It's awesome. a matter of when he's in L.A. Excellent. Excellent. Love it. So, yeah. So we were out there on, on Thursday night. I've got to visit... Um, Napleton Porsche Westmont, which is the uh, Porsche Classic partner out there, and talk to those guys and people there. So was passionate. that your first time with them? Yeah, it was first time I'd been the store. I knew knew them for many years, oh, okay. you know, uh, through the retail side. But first time I was at their beautiful new store. They supported that event as well on Friday night, and so it was fun to be there with them and see the passion that they have around it. Just a great group of people. I probably talked for about an hour, but it was so much fun to be able to talk about the work that's going in. With what we're doing, because at Porsche you tend to hear a lot about the obviously the new cars. I mean that's what that's what we sell the majority of the new cars, and so the marketing and all the R and D and everything that goes into that you hear about it. But the same amount of work is going in on the as I like to say, you hear a lot about electrification with the future, and what, our world it's all about carburation. And so, <laughs> but there's a lot, and equally there's a lot of work that goes into that, and people don't really know what that looks like. So I talk about that. And it's for obviously for people that have classic Porsches and even the newer ones yeah. are fascinated by that as, as I am, and so it's a lot Very of fun much to do. So. That. Yeah. So after that was over, we got up um, on Saturday morning. Fortunately, the weather, the aircraft, and the people working on all that managed to keep everything right on schedule. Because by the time I landed here in LAX, I had about an hour to get over to Rare Shades in order to be ready for our event for the afternoon that Pete and his team put together. I didn't realize that. So when we saw you coming in with our own troubles, yep. you had just arrived yourself. Walked off the airplane. Yeah, that was uh, real tight. So, and I Then heard... you probably weren't all that comfortable either. <laughs> <laughs> the rental car was air-conditioned, so that was okay. That uh, No, that was fine. Uh, so we were getting settled wow. in. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, and we had a great time Saturday afternoon with the panel discussion that was put together all around the 914 anniversary. 914 on 914 plus 50 because the A plus D Museum in L.A. was uh, did a beautiful job of putting together an exhibit, which folks should go see. I believe it runs through November, and great. Pete will probably talk about that. Great. It's a proof and prototype, which is all about the creation of Triple Zero Magazine, which is why is why I'm here is to really support the work that they're doing because – in the Porsche community and world, the deep dive, the education, and the entertainment, really education, it's entertaining, it's a plus. <laughs> well, um, we're lucky because we love it. Oh, we man, love what we're getting educated. Yeah, oh, totally. I mean, when that when that book shows up, and uh, it's like, I hope I have nothing going on this weekend, because there's nothing like <laughs> We've sitting. We've had this conversation, you know what I mean? sitting yeah. in one of your favorite chairs oh, with your favorite light on, sure. I have a few of those. You get lost a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> that is. 
So that was uh, Saturday, and then, of course, we had uh, just a wonderful hangout on Saturday night. Thank you, Alex. And then on Sunday, as you mentioned, it was all about the PCA LA Concours, which we were able to go enjoy. Pete uh, and Alex made sure that I got the California Porsche experience, and Pete, uh, a five-star Uber driver if ever there was one, <laughs> came by and picked me up at the hotel in the Oh, 79. but he's in a 911. He's, that's his car, yes, but... Oh. The, for the Concour, we rode over in Alex's 79, oh, 928, nice. and boy, that car's sweet. So that's <laughs> the picture you sent me. Yes. That was, I see. Yeah. Okay, okay, all right. I didn't realize that you were literally driving in that car. I thought it was, it. this is what we saw today. Magic, what did I say in Instagram this morning? I called it the perfect magic posture ride to the, <laughs> the Concour. Oh, it did have the posture. Yeah, yeah. that's my goodness. Um, I, oh, no, I don't know whether to save this or not, but I... I I found it kind of interesting. We went to the, the see if I can r- unravel this and make some sense of it. The 914 and the mid-century connections, everything we were talking about yesterday, I found it all very interesting. I agree with the portrait, the whole celebration. Then when somebody brought up the 928 being a representative of uh, Post- a postmodernism, Isn't that amazing? Yeah. I never looked at it that way, and I, my eyes went, yeah, and I now know. all of a sudden I've, I've got a new filter to look at things. And see, with. that's what triple zero does so well. It's like it makes you look at, look at this... And then this is why I think when we've talked about it, they describe it as an as an art magazine, but top, whose topic is Porsche, yes. focused around Porsche. And I so agree with that. That's what happens is you your eyes are open to this angle, and and when you dig into a um, you dig into a story in there, that's what you discover. And so it's like it's like Pete says, and I hope I'm not taking all of his material, but that's what Pete says here when it's it's reading the book is like driving a Porsche. Once you get into it and you get going, you don't want it to end. Mm. I love that. And, and so that's, that's why you don't mind it. Drives. That's right. You don't <laughs> mind a 20 or 30 page feature. With the exception of when we really have to go to the bathroom. That's about the only time I <laughs> yeah. want that drive to be over. And it's even the then, I can't wait I to go back out. I notice that we're doing it because like, it's just so calm and awesome. Otherwise, that I'm like, don't don't bother me. We don't even talk in the car. I'm sorry to <laughs> take this away, but we don't even talk when no, we're I driving. It. I that's it. how much we enjoy that experience yeah i'm with you on that but then at some point you're like "Oop, too much coffee <laughs> yeah how fast right. how fast does this thing go <laughs> um what is new over at the pca uh atlanta uh pec atlanta we have too this many is, letters this is I why know. I, this yeah. is why i say specifically this is why i always say porsche club of america yeah i understand <laughs> we have a lot of letters floating around out there it's big alphabet porsche experience center or at, one porsche yeah. drive how are things over at one porsche one drive? yes one porsche drive it's going very well the place is it continues to evolve they had their own celebration on Saturday with 914, and, and I saw the Instagram pictures from that. Look fabulous. Of course, we have a great exhibit uh, that we were able to put together, yes. again, with help from friends uh, at Auto Atlanta that brought down their collection. Lovely vehicles. Oh, amazing. Including a 916. That, oh. the, the only one ever imported to the United States that was on the cover of Road and Track in, in the 72 or 73. So, so cool. Yeah, Don't Bill guys, Warner was the photographer. Education. Oh, it's amazing. Yeah, just amazing. It's a small world, big world kind of thing, and it just it, there's so many connections. And, and, and you guys are discovering this the more you get into it, just who you meet and what you learn. I'm finding that, um, you know, you, from wherever your perspective is, you know, oh, there's a, you're the cog and there's the, all these different spokes and the whole bit. Um, no matter where you go, it, it happens again. <laughs> well, look oh, at we got to the end of that thing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we got to that. Mm-hmm. Look at last night. I guess night. that's life, but, uh, you yeah. know, for some reason. I think last night is a great example. You were talking about being at the um, at the event last night, the mm-hmm. discussion about the 914 mid-century Lovely. modern design. Yeah. Lovely. But who did you see there, right? Some of your friends and previous guests. Former guests, yeah. yeah. Jeff Swart was there. Freeman Thomas was there. 
Uh, I'm trying to think. There were so many people there. Uh, G.I. Jen was there from, from PCLA. Yeah. And uh, as well as Eric. Right. Uh, Motorsports. Motorsports shop manager. Yeah. Um, there's so many people. TJ, of course. Yeah. And you know, you know Eric, uh, his, his mom and dad, uh, Vic and Barbara, I mean, they talk about a heritage and history of motorsport i don't know any of it see oh. what i mean this is amazing <laughs> this is amazing so you need to get eric on here and they need to get his they need to get Vic i used in to here. read everything and now that i have conversations with people that it's almost like the conversation knowledge is rewriting all of my old red knowledge yeah. so i don't trust it anymore and i'm chucking it little by little yep. so even if i used to have that information yeah. i'm getting it firsthand or secondhand nowadays yep. and i'm rewriting my own does that make any sense it does okay so, so forgive me. It's not that I have a lack of interest in these people or these stories. I'm super interested. No, and you guys I just are doing... would rather hear you tell me. Uh, well, thank you. I appreciate that. You're doing such a great job of bringing the community together, though, in, in this format, because we can log in and, on YouTube and watch the show and get caught up with what folks are doing. And We're I love it. with that part. Oh, totally. Love it. That's the best part. Uh, any new art or chair news for you personally, Ray Schaefer? <laughs> I've moved the furniture around recently. Okay. Yeah. To me, that's a big deal. That's a refresh. In, in a big way. In a big way. In fact, I've gotten rid of, uh, to do it, I, I wanted to completely change everything. So, I, But the cable outlet is only on one part of the wall, and I didn't want the TV over there anymore. So I've gotten rid of cable. Good for you. That was the yep. solution. That's, that's the solution. Oh, Whatever there's yep. something I'm not sure awesome. I got, like yank it. Yep. That's right. <laughs> Congratulations. So, because I've got a few chairs, so I have to move them around, keep yeah. it interesting. Yeah. If you've got an Apple TV these days, that's all you need anyway. That's right. That's yeah. it. That's it. That's exciting. So, that's what's going on in the home front there, getting ready to do a, a drive with the 964 when I get back home on uh, Wednesday. With a newly rebuilt motor yeah. done by Porsche Classic, Restored. Yeah. So, it looks, looks, looks like new, runs like new. I can't wait to try it out. Have well, you not got, drip? You've, you've yeah, well, I've broken in, right? Yeah, I've got the break-in miles on it, so the RPM keeps going up more and more with it. Yeah. How was that? You've got this car that you've been driving yourself for a long, yeah. long time, and then all of a sudden... It's new again. Yeah, yeah. which is great, but now I, I, I have to be... No, some restraint. No. Some restraint comes in. Well, you know, it's interesting. I've been without it for about a year, and so I've done some drives recently in the Boxster S PDK, which is the the company car right mm-hmm. now, and, and that um, that's a phenomenal car, absolutely phenomenal. Then I get back into the 964, and, I'm, and I remember, oh, yeah, this is a lot of work. It's like a <laughs> core workout, you know, trying to hold yourself as you're moving around the mountain corners and everything, but it's so much fun. It's just a unique experience. One of the reasons why I don't really like to modify period cars beyond the period too much because it's, it's all about that experience. Mm. You know, if you want something modified, for me personally, I know that everybody has no, I different preferences. No, I do understand that. I'll just go to a newer car because they're so much better. I mean, you, you realize everything with the older cars, we did evolve that and make it better. And, and we did that to get to this point. Yeah. So I just enjoy everything about the different eras. If you had a 356, mm-hmm. would you go so far as to keep the drums or would you switch? To, I mean, is it that kind of thing? Well, you know, like safety, safety. Sometimes yeah, those, safety. that's where I make the concessions of, okay, well, yeah, you know, for sure. belts and <laughs> disc brakes. Well, you know, we do it in product development. You look at the airbag sensor that we just reissued for the 964s. And it used to be that this little wire plug-in piece for the airbag sensor had a mechanical piece in it that would basically, it was like a trigger. Okay. And that was what was originally in the car. Well, now we can do, we have to remake them because the supply has gone out. So you remake it. Now you can do it all electronically. So we mm-hmm. make a part that looks just like the original. You can't tell, but on the inside is electronics instead of a little trigger. Wow. And so it's, it's, um, it's ability to perform and especially over a long period of time, is greatly improved. So, yeah, in that case, absolutely. Put yeah, that I agree on. with that. 
really, I remember when we did we share the DeLorean love. Did you owned one too? Didn't you? I did. Yeah. All right. So we share that love. You did all the modern relays and in the LEDs and, and that car like was that, perfect. Right? I mean, that car never. Same here. Yeah, it it was perfect for me. And then when. Um, our friend Ramsey Potts purchased it from me. Hang on. Did I know that? <laughs> I, did, I didn't. Did you so know Ramsey's that? DeLorean is your DeLorean? That's it. <laughs> we what both regret selling that car. <laughs> what year did you have? What was it? Uh, it was a 82. It was one. It was okay. the last... Um, it was the it was the last uh, month of production before they went into bankruptcy. And so before it was still... the 83s later, which were... Yeah. Just, just yeah. Uh, so you probably had a flat hood. Yep. Total flat hood. Yeah. Wow. Not to make it all about DeLoreans. Uh, we could. It's like <laughs> um, there's so much to stuff, uh, so much stuff to talk about with our friend. I'm thinking that maybe if it's all right with you, yeah. if there's anything else we Just one thing I want to yes, do, please. if I could. So you'd ask me what's up with the PEC yes. and kind of what's going on and everything. So I'll make that real easy for you. Here is the latest issue, the complimentary copy that you can get at your Porsche Classic Partner or Authorized Dealer while supplies last. <laughs> This is issue. Oh, what, hang. This is issue number five. The blue. Uh, is that a two-handed thing? That's what I was always told. <laughs> Doesn't that matter, or does it not matter? You had to tell me the story about that because I'm afraid I'm not familiar with the two-handed. Somebody told me. I thought you told me that it's supposed to be given with two hands. Is that? It's a crock of crap that they sold to be, us at the Porsche tent. It's supposed to be complimentary, but it is. Oh. It is. <laughs> <laughs> well, I love it. Thank you very You're much. You're welcome. So complete your, complete your collection there. But make sure you read it. There's some really good uh, stories in there. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> I know you All like right. to read. Ray Schaefer, yeah. let us take a quick break. Right, Mrs. Ryan? Mm-hmm. You good? And then we're going to get Pete Stout in here. Okay? Love it. From Triple Zero Magazine. Yeah. We'll talk about the weekend and the 914 and pretty much everything. Let's do it. All right. Fantastic. Yeah. More to come right after this with Pete Stout. He'll be in that chair. Ray will be in that chair. We'll figure it out. <laughs> More to come right after this. No joke. And with that, we are back with Pete Stout and Ray Schaefer. Welcome back, gentlemen. Thanks for having us. Or yes, I guess welcome here, Pete Stout. Thank you for being here. Oh, my goodness. Uh, I feel like I know you already, even though we only met the other day. Yeah, but two days ago, I think. Yeah, but we spent enough time together and we've had enough kindred conversations. (laughs) It's been a good weekend. The bond has been established. The heat heat fostered that, and and that's kind of contrarian, actually, I'd say. It It worked out. It It was warm on Saturday. It worked out. It all worked out. But the fog was nice last night. (laughs) Uh, Welcome into town. You're no stranger to Los Angeles, but this is new, so thank you for doing our little show. We appreciate it. Thanks for inviting me on the show. It's great to be here. Absolutely. Well, I think that you have a lot in common with us and our viewers and listeners. So I'm hoping to have a, well, a little bit of Porsche talk today. I was going to ask, bit. what did you think that might be in common? But Do you think it may be just a little <laughs> bit of these P cars that everybody loves so much? It could be. Could um, be. What? I don't know where to start with you. I know the contemporary Pete Stout. What were you like as a kid? Uh, um, define kid. Where, mm, where, where are we talking about? High about? school. Like high mid, school. Middle, middle school, high school. Middle school, high oh, school. Defining I was Carnot, Carnot first, just just another Carnot. Oh, deep, deep. Well, actually, Carnot. I learned a little bit of that last night. Yeah, deep, deep Carnot. Uh, Your first car was a was a nine fourteen. Was a nine fourteen. It was. Uh, it had been it had been uh, violated here in Los Angeles, and <laughs> my brother had brought it down to to Cal Poly Pomona for one semester, and the car ended up with no clutch, a dead uh, a dead tail light, had been kicked in, and then the door had been kicked in. And sort of I had the choice of that or a rabbit diesel for my first oh. car. And I wanted the rabbit. I was going to say, I actually um, liked the rabbits. Well, oh, I was very into A1 GTIs. I was okay. deep into the VW and Porsche culture. And I used to go to a little 
place called Dave's Smoke Shop in Berkeley right off Telegraph. And I'd, <laughs> I would read Excellence on the stand or I'd, if it had 914 content, later I would buy it. But really, I was more into VWs, hot VWs. Were you born and raised up in North Cal? Yeah. I didn't realize that. Okay. Yeah, El Cerrito, a town no one knows where it is. So I usually just say Berkeley, and then they look at me uh, funny. That's the one, yeah. Yeah, so, uh, and if they don't know where Berkeley is, I just say San Francisco. And <laughs> you get some funny looks there, too. It's, you know, but, but as you guys know, California can get you some funny looks. So, um, and rightly so. But uh, I, would go, I would go to this little place called Dave's Smoke Shop, and I'd read European Car, and before that, VW Porsche, mm-hmm. and... I wanted to hot rod that rabbit diesel, but it blew up about six months before uh, the zone of me being able to pick a car. So oh. I got stuck with the 914. And oh, the deal, that's funny. Yeah, yeah. The deal was uh, if, I, if I could pay for the maintenance, pay for the fuel, pay for the insurance, I could drive that car. And so any 16-year-old just wants wheels. So that's where the thing began. Um, I, I, we've talked about this on the, the show a lot, but I, my first uh, Porsche was a 944 Turbo, which is c- cool now. But it was it was just it was not a 911, is all it was oh. in everyone else's eyes. So I was so proud and happy to have this thing, and I just got shredded by everybody who I respected, who I wanted to get their approval from. Oh, oh my cla- <laughs> my classmates shredded me all the time. I mean, when I drove that car, I had kind of a surreal moment last night. When we had some of the folks we had in a in a in a talk, we had Mark Hadawi, we had Freeman Thomas, we yeah. had all these folks speaking. Francis Anderton, Carrie Morris, and Jeff Zwartz in the audience, yeah. sitting and, silently and in this incredible <laughs> space. And it was in a celebration of a car that that earned me Hooptiest Car Award in my wow. senior yearbook. <laughs> I I was voted Hooptiest Car. So if you want to know about who was I in in in, in high school, junior high. I was in the back of the yearbook as Hooptiest Car with my 73914, and no one loved that car but me. Okay, okay, fine. But the reason we were having that conversation was because you had come to the realization, and the rest of us agreed with you, that it has become the 914's time. I think it has finally at 50 years. I mean, the people who drove them and, and who raced them and who autocrossed them, they got it. Yeah. Uh, there were only race cars where I grew up. That's uh, all they were. They were up at Lime Rock or rotting out in someone's yard. Right. They weren't well, anywhere else. Right, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And, you know, but even back then I didn't get it. I, I, I kind of thought, oh, you know, the 911 is the one to have, and this is just what right. I have, what I can have. And I, I mean, the kid's I, 911. I kept that car on the road on a shoestring, working at Costco Wholesale by night wow. and digging through used parts at Easy in Emeryville. And. And it was this guy, Jim Brazil, who opened a shop mining crashed and wrecked and dead Porsches for parts long before anybody else was seeing the value in those cars. Wow. And so a lot of the long hood 911s that we see today, when those, are six, when those were six or $12,000 cars, the people who were dedicated to keeping them on the road, they couldn't afford parts at the dealer. Right. So they would go to Jim. And what was crazy was you also had all these investment bankers and bankers and all of these executives from San Francisco – and then you had me in there as a 16 or 17-year-old kid digging around right next to him in the shelves. We were both, you know, fighting over headlight switches and, you know, or helping each other out. The great you know, equalizer. Or helping each other out. So that's kind of... Would you? Like, oh, you're looking for this part? Oh, I found one Oh, over it was here. absolutely community back oh, I then. I love that. Without I question. That. Without question. And, and some of... That's sort of the hippie element and the California dreaming element of it all. Without question. And, and with, without the easy, I'm not sure I'd be doing what I'm doing today. Because it was really one of my life mentors Formed you. was a guy named Ernie King who would go to Easy and went to this 914 meet. And after high school, I drove down to Cambria and for this meet and greet and hang out. 
and a silver 914.6 pulled out because I had a four-cylinder car. Okay. And the silver 914.6 pulls up with flares and 17-inch wheels and a 3.6-liter engine. But more than that, I saw from the second floor, I said, that car just has the look. Who is that? And I met him, and I ended up writing the first article I ever had published in a newsstand book on that car. But Ernie and I still have lunch, I'd say, once or twice a month. Wow. And he's become a life mentor. He's, I guess, about 30 years older than me, and we're like brothers now. And it's just he has remarkably rich in my life, and it all comes out of this this goofy, you know, you can say that cars aren't important. You can say that, you can say that our passion is kind of a goofy passion, but I would argue, well, oh. what passions aren't? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then I look at these markers and the, the way that a simple little car can change your path. Mm-hmm. You're very interesting. Well, I don't know about that. We'll see. Yeah, no, I, I, I well, I, I'm, I'm finding a lot of parallels here with my own life of my own tinkering with things and whatever I found interesting and not really following the beaten path just kind of staying wherever I was stimulated mm-hmm. and you strike me as maybe somebody who might be a little bit similar in that <laughs> but you get it you, you, it, it has its blind spots too as I'm sure we can yes, speak yes, about you, yes. know, it, it, you start to wonder a little bit of Thoreau who owns who here you know do I own the car does the car own me yeah. especially if you keep it for 30 years I'm I'm I'm, I'm really not old enough when I think about it to have had a car for 30 years. Right. But here's this car I've had for 30 years. Other Porsches have come and gone, and that's been the one that's... It's amazing that you still have it. Did you ever think at some point you might... Did it ever look like you might have to move it on? At one moment... That's a great question. There was one moment, and it was when I met my wife, Rebecca, but then was not my wife, and I had to... I I realized I need to buy a wedding ring. Mm. And it was was clear as day as a realization. It was... I thought I kind of had this whole plan of... And I'd heard so much advice about you must wait one year and it must be all these things. <laughs> Two months salary you know, check, and all this stuff. All ex- the, all, all learn of, all about the Ks. Yeah, and, and you have to go through a certain seeds, you have to seeds. go through a certain amount of life horrors with this person and see how they deal with everything. <laughs> and I think it was about three or four months into dating, it was it was like a lightning bolt. It's like, oh, you you need to go get a wedding ring. Whoa! It, it was just that simple. And uh, I had my I had my first nine eleven. I had bought a 79SC from a friend. I was on the hunt for a 968, and I couldn't find a good 968 coupe with MO30 suspension. So I was looking for one. And I love the 968, by the mm-hmm. way. Oh, I do, too. It was while I had my 944. Mm-hmm. I was coveting the 968. Exactly, course, yeah. exactly. So they made like two and a half of those for the U.S. with six-speed and MO30. They made very two few of those cars. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they made very few of those cars. Two official, one gray market. Got it. <laughs> and so I couldn't find one, and, and a friend, Johannes Van Overbeck, a, a racer, called and said, hey, do you know anybody who wants this great 911 SC? And it, I said, well, what's the price? And he, and he said $16,000. And I thought, that's about you know where I was, where, roughly where I was looking at for a 968 back then. And I thought... I think it's time to have a 911. So I bought this 911, and I think only a few months later, and it was an ideal 911. It was silver black, you know, right everything, German right proper. Fuchs. It was just yeah. the car was really right, and and it was just a looker, and and it drove great, great engine. I mean, the whole it was a it was a great night, first 911. But when the lightning bolt came, I realized I need to go go get a wedding ring. Yeah. And I also don't want to have two old Porsches in my first year of marriage. I think I'd rather get to know my wife 
then my brake master cylinders <laughs> and like all kinds of uh, what what other things are coming I'm that I'm not be working on. Th- this is not rational thought. This must be some other channel because every other guy is like more cars, more cars. <laughs> let's just do it. Oh yeah, exactly. <laughs> they, and I would say they're you know well no no I'm not going to say they're smarter because I, it was a good decision. But one of the cars had to go. And, and it, it wouldn't was, be the one your first car. Why would you get rid of that? Well, actually, the, but the, but that's the thing. Back then, a lot of 914 people, you wanted to upgrade to the 911. Well, that's what I mean. You wouldn't, and plus, it was your first car. I mean, there's an attachment there. I mean, but the way I approached it was was maybe more rational. I kind of looked at it and I said, okay, the, the 911's worth more. You can make more money on and that. And that's going to help mm-hmm. set uh, us up on the right path for marriage. But then also, the the one that really drove it home was... I can always go find another 911 that's nice because people take care of 911s. Oh. But finding a 914 like mine, yeah. which was a pretty good one. You'll have to do all those, the work over again. That's trickier. And then I added in the idea of that one special to me. But it wasn't 30 years ago back then. It was more like 15 years ago right. as in, in, the, in the economy of this. So I got rid of the 911. And uh, I'm really glad I did. Yeah. And I'm also really glad I got rid of the 911 to get that wedding ring. Yeah. Hello. Yeah, that worked so, out. So that was 2002, 2003, and uh, no regrets. You can always find another 911. <laughs> you can always find a 914 too. But... Look at you, you're adorable. Yeah, <laughs> I had no idea. <laughs> Porsche couples. It's so it's the Porsche really wife, the Porsche wife thing. Mm-hmm. Porsche wife, Porsche life, the whole thing. And mm-hmm. it's not just the happiness. I mean, like, I didn't get bit by the bug. We got bit by the bug. Kind of an interesting mm. thing. So how I don't did that know if work? that's for everybody. But, but at the same time, you got bit by the bug. No, it was me. But because of everything <laughs> that we were... No, because I had it in me from when I was a kid already. Yeah. This is when you were driving the DeLorean. No, I was never really driving the DeLorean. It was a, it was a movie car. It was a prop car. It was the Back to the Future car, really. Were you involved in that car? car? Yes. Oh. Then you were not, interesting. Not, 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 not for the film, not for the feature films. But since the feature films, yes, I had built one with a friend and it had been used in everything official for for Universal, all of the promo. For a number of years, if you saw the Back to the Future DeLorean, it was our car because the original one was rotting away on the uh, back lot. And what did you do on? What did you do on that? Like, did you? We built it. I built it. I built it with a buddy of mine, and then I had it. So then they wanted it, so I would rent it. <laughs> is, is this the one that's at the Peterson, or no, is that a different one? No, I got one? that restored. That's the original car from the first second and third movies there okay. were three cars that were used in all three they were just originally the production bought three they used two and cut one up okay um so it got upgraded to mr fusion yeah exactly yeah. all that stuff and then it rotted <laughs> away on the back lot to that the was the, where there was almost nothing left that was it. the wow. point two version that's right that's yeah. exactly right hover conversion i love it i love it those my, those cars had a huge impact you me know? too that movie had a big impact. Have you seen, by Me the way, too. have you seen the documentaries? That are, there's a no. lot of documentaries out right now. Without a doubt, I think the best one is Tamir Arden's Framing mm. John DeLorean. Can't wait. Well, yeah. you know, I'm very close yeah, with the family, sure. obviously. For sure. Um, Catherine, the, John's daughter, John and Christina's daughter, is one of my all-time, all-time best friends. One of my <laughs> lifelong best friends. She's she's a just incredible person. We have a very tight bond. She's going to be here when she's in L.A. Nice. Um, but so I, I, I'm, I'm a little ha- closer have to, to that story that. than 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 the average Joe. Yeah. Ah, so um, so so you were deep in DeLorean. So what? Yeah. So how did the Porsche bug kick in? Uh, I realize I'm flipping the script. No, it's here. Okay. Was that before it's, or after? That's wonderful. a good question. I love the banter. We. Um, Health, life imploded. Everything happened all at once. And uh, I, we don't talk about it very much, but I had a health scare too. And we mm. weren't really sure what was going on. But I, we thought for a minute that I might actually check out. And uh, gosh, I wanted to get that 911 again. 
wanted to have that 911, wanted mm-hmm. to have that car, the dream car, never got to it. I was Beamer for a long time in the middle there, hardcore Beamer. And um, it was one of those you might not get another chance, so we just did it. And so that was started, the yellow we car? We just started looking. We started looking. We looked at a bunch. There was a silver one I wanted. There was a blue one that I wanted. We looked at a red one that was really nice. And all 997s? All 997Ss, yep. yep. It was all the same car. I kind of knew what I mm-hmm. – it needed to be a car that we could – that was comfortable for both of us. Um, I would love to have an air-cooled car. It didn't fit this box at this mm-hmm. time. And uh, whatever, life life just happened. And uh, we, we were going to look at that blue car, and it was just like Herbie the Love Bug. There was a yellow one tucked in the back, sort of poking out a little bit. You know, mm-hmm. choose me. Choose, what about me? What about me? Oh, that one hasn't been through service yet. It's not been through the shop. You know, oh, you don't want that one. You know, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So you bought it new? No, you... No, it was used. It, it was, was used. Uh, Where where did you find it? Uh, a place in uh, Laguna Beach called Fisher Imports. Okay. And uh, it was just one of those where once we started looking at the car, it was like, oh, well, hang on. That's raced at Lime Rock. Hang on. I raced at Lime Rock. Everything about it sort of became we didn't want a yellow car, but we did want sunshine and happiness in our lives. And it was so not dissimilar it, it to the voice that told all, yeah. you to buy the ring. It was the voice mm-hmm. came in and it was says, we, we went home. We left it. We're like, we're not interested in that car. There was things on it we didn't like, the wrong wheels, all sorts mm-hmm. of things. And it was not, we were not interested. Went home, that voice, we went back and bought it the next day. Like that's, two days later, whatever. And we went back and bought it. How many years ago now? Five. Five years something ago. Like and how many yeah. miles have you put on it in the five years? Uh, 40,000 almost, Love I it. think. Something like Love that. Love it. Yeah. You know, I think so many people get prevented from buying that 911 because they, they envision that 911 in a very small box or yeah, I, that's 911 not shape. What, yeah, that wasn't it for us. And, and I think... It's really smart on your part to have said, okay, we love the air-cooled cars, but the water-cooled era is what's going to serve our needs. Air conditioning actually works, uh, modern safety, yep. a lot of these things, you know, comfort for a trip. Size was an issue for us, like the, the trip, like you said, mm-hmm. you know, having a, a boot, but also just a car that Jake can stretch out and, 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 and be his full height in. You know, well, and at, I think the best 911 is the one that you put miles on. And so I see a lot of people will will skip over a 996 that's in their budget. Yeah, or so they'll skip over a 997 that's, that's in their budget, and they'll get something that they end up not driving it. Yeah, I think that's and I mistake. see it even now where people are buying new ones, and the GT3 has evolved into this extraordinary machine. I was driving one through France through the old Col de Torini route, and there was snow on either side, and we're on snow tires in a 500-horse 911. Yeah. And I got through it that day. And I do, we do long test days up in Northern California, 14-hour days up there. And I was cooked after the day in the south of France. And I thought, it was fabulous. I don't smoke, but I almost felt like I needed a cigarette. Like <laughs> yeah. it, was, it was pretty incredible that day. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I drive them now here in California. They're incredible. They're, they're a wild experience. But I see so many people buy GT3s because somebody else told them that's the one right. that you're supposed to you're have. You're supposed to get, right. Whereas I think they'd actually be happier in a Carrera of some sort, and they'd be putting more miles on it. Agreed. And in the end, agreed. we only each of us only have so many miles left, and so we and none of us know what that is. We have no way of knowing whether that's five hundred or five hundred thousand miles. And so I see so many people who aren't taking advantage of what what you did, wh- yeah. which is saying, get it now and enjoy it now because you don't know what the future holds. Yeah, this is one of the reasons why I love having your sticker on my helmet. I love your hashtag. Live it while you got it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's pretty important. That was that's I mean that's what we're all about these days. 
um, with the car, the 997 specifically, we still like and celebrate the air-cooled time. So our car is insanely period incorrect with the way we have done it. Now I haven't thrown any bits on from you know. So other you're, time you're basically periods. you've got a. So you haven't backdated your 997. Yeah. Well, is there a way to do that? But I sort of have in the way. Uh, Some of the aesthetics. Yeah, I've. I've uh, my I. You my said friend, it last you, night. I like to remove things. I will not add a goddamn thing to our car. But I'll take everything off that rattles or doesn't work or isn't necessary or that I think is ridiculous because it, 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 some marketing guy put it in there. <laughs> we have no radio. We have no uh, – there's no pas- PASM. We took the PASM out. All, all of that stuff, there's no center console, the, the whole uh, – uh, all of that stuff. I mean I literally had to rip out of the car because we want the open – Did you the more – did you do like the 996? Uh, the European 996 is, uh, and the and the 986 has had the floating First thing dashboard. I did with our Boxster. Yeah, and it, it taught people, especially get rid of that console piece, and then your knee isn't resting mm-hmm. up against also, it. Also, then you have the feel of a 911 yeah, again. Yeah, the, the dash the goes yeah. across. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So I yanked the the tunnel and the uh, whatever that center yeah. binnacle area. Interesting. And Nicole, what's your take on all those deletions? What, what's I, I wouldn't have thought to do it because I didn't. I wouldn't have thought I could have done it. Right. Like, it's just not where my head goes. But I love the silence of that car. Like, I love mm. that we don't have a radio. I love mm. that we don't talk. Mm. I love that it's like a place of, like, legitimate moving meditation in lifetime. And it's great. You know, it's funny you say that because we've had this conversation before. I find in our increasingly digital world, I'm looking for elixirs. Mm. And I'm finding them looking for things that 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 are contrarian to all of the inputs we're reached from so many directions and we're not made at least it's my belief we're not made to interact with as many people as social media i read a fascinating study where it's we share this we are very similar i can't believe you're really only built your humans are really only made to know a certain number of people and when i saw that number i don't remember it now but it was very small and meanwhile on linkedin or facebook or wherever whatever other orifice we've got you know 500 or 1500 or 200 or 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 40 friends in each of them and you have all these messages coming at you from all directions yeah. all the time direct messages private messages forums all these things and it's wonderful these are great tools but on the flip side i find more and more i want things that push away from that mm-hmm. whether it's a mechanical watch whether it's uh, just a time, cabin in the woods a cabin in the woods <laughs> oh you know, you know what my cabin in the woods is these days it's it's international flights to europe it's the only th- that's and, where you and, check out and everybody's signing on yeah. To to the Wi-Fi, and for me, it's it's you know. I've always I, taken flights as a chance to. I check don't want to be, I don't want to be available on the flight because yeah. it's very as as a dad, as a son, as a husband, as a friend. It's very hard to, or business uh, when you're in business. It's very hard to find any moments of quiet. And when you talk about cars, where you like the silence of that car, for me, it was a. The eye-opener was a Fiat Abarth 500. And she doesn't mean the silence of the car. The, no, I know. The absence of the sound absence except of, for the car. Exactly. And I come from a world, like you're saying, of how many people and everyone can get to you and everyone thinks access. they can. And, and, and that's totally fine and I appreciate it. Except I was in a business where I had to interact with everyone that mm-hmm. reached out to me. And I think that took a toll. Like it's just not – you're not – structured we're to n- talk to that many people sometimes we're and not we're not so to have that break is so good for my headspace I, I, forgive me to jump in here but this is something we talk about a lot to the point where i actually developed an app that ended up it <laughs> doesn't matter if you've, you've heard of screen time no on, on apple it's a oh, part yes. of their it's yes. part of their yes. uh, systems now 
I developed that called Screen Life, and I, it's exactly what they put out. Uh, we had the intention of trying to make people realize that Aware. the screens are, yeah, we need the screens, of course. They're not going away, but there's uh, such thing as responsible usage, and et cetera, et cetera. And I came up with the timers and all that stuff with the intention of one day being eaten up by Apple, and then they would put it into their... That would have been a good... It all happened, minus all the happened money part. It all happened, minus yeah. the money part. <laughs> but, you know, it's, it's funny because... But is that important to you? Is that something you... I, I absolutely, and, and, and I identify with your 997 comment of, of less and of you actually like that there's no radio in there. I'm not that hardcore. I, I do like a radio. I, we'll I, I bring find a Bluetooth speaker sometimes. Yeah, there's, there's a romanticism. The romantic part of it, I love the idea. Oh, they offer radio delete in the GT3. That I'm all about it. And AC delete. But in the end, I'm, I'm, I like the romance. I'm not so sure I would, I would sign it because I also love music. You know? yes, and so that's a, and I love the production of music, and I like all of the aspects of the background of that. And also, I like long trips, and music is a huge that's, thing for long trips. W- yeah. And with those, that's why we do bring the Bluetooth. We wouldn't be without on the highway. Uh, if I may, again, mm. just because you're a very interesting fellow, mm. the music element, you mentioned sort of maybe being an audiophile earlier. Yeah, I got really um, excited about these Telefunken mics. Well, we can talk about <laughs> that. Yeah. We are incredibly excited and proud to yeah. be like the first Porsche-related sponsorship from the Telefunken name and brand since. I got to tell you, please. as soon as I saw it, I thought 550. Uh-huh. You know, it's a, and, and that's quite a ways back. Fletcher here, Aviation, here. Pasadena, oh, right. California. That's right. <laughs> You and how cool right to make the reconnection. Yeah. Right out here. It's so yeah, and cool. And how cool to make the reconnection here yeah. in Southern California. And you guys yeah. did that, yeah. Yeah, so. Very proud. Thank Very you. proud of, of all of yeah. it and to, to just be playing a role. I've always I'm been. Actually, going, I'm just actually looking at the logo there instead of your face that the whole time I'm talking to you, I'm just like staring at that logo. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. It's <laughs> I'll never be able to look at all these shore, these pedestrian shore mics that I've been working <laughs> with all very, these years. We're very, very lucky. We're very yeah, it's, lucky. It's, um, uh, but it is exciting in the in that I love and celebrate and appreciate the heritage, and that's certainly what you seem to be all about. For sure, for sure. Uh, so we're bringing it into the modern day. Okay. I feel that's sort of a little bit what you're doing with Triple Zero Magazine. You're bringing all of this timeless knowledge um, into the hands of people who maybe didn't have access previously. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a the idea was to do something different than what I had done before, and I'd I'd worked at Excellence Magazine for about fifteen years out of college and loved that. I mean, it was an extraordinary opportunity, and I was able to kind of grow up alongside the magazine. That was a little bit wild because the Tom Toldrin, the owner, hired me out of college, and I had an internship there for the summer, and had actually gone and had this surgery right before going back to college, and it was a horrible thing and I felt terrible and I went and had lunch with him and I figured he's going to say thanks for coming this summer and have a nice life and he said oh I'd like to hire you you know when you when you graduate you have a job if you want it awesome and well his he had this plan he said we're gonna he said I'm actually tired of being the editor of excellence he owned the company and was the editor and he said uh pardon my pause I have to think about this He, he said I'm tired of doing this and so we'll bring you in as the assistant editor for six months, and then you'll become the editor. And I was a little bit terrified of that because I was 22 when he laid wow. out these plans. And that all he, sounds very official. He was a little, he was a little optimistic. It took about a year to get me up to speed, and so at 23, and I think we even kept my name below. I didn't want my name at the top of the masthead yet. I was a little bit scared of that responsibility. But I ended up being there for 15 years and really enjoyed that. Uh, and then 
along came PCA, and they it was a time Betty Jo Turner had been the editor of Panorama for forty three years. That amazing. And in that, it's that an amazing, amazing for yeah. any amazing genre. For any, I was going to say any for anything. genre. Yeah. She's I, amazing. I, she is amazing, yeah. and and Leonard Turner, her husband, Dr. Leonard Turner, you know, they did a phenomenal job with that book for forty three years. When you think about, they started with Saddle Stitch, which is the staples in the binding, oh, and they took goodness. it perfect bound, and they had a, a tiny budget and a lot of black and white pages. They had a lot of limitations, and they represented so professionally. They gained the respect of Portia, which is not easy to do. And she, it was her time to retire. And I had been looking to go more newsstand, and then this kind of contrarian opportunity came along where I realized they have twice the circulation. They're hungry for change. This could be interesting. And I've been able to kind of grow up within excellence and grow as excellence grew. Yeah. And so we did that, but with triple zero wanted to do something different, less advertising, effectively no advertising, no newsstand, and no newsstand waste. That really stuck out to me. Yeah. Was at Excellence in the days up to 07, 09, if you sold 33% on the newsstand, that was considered exceptional. Wow. And we sold 40, 40 to 49%. 49% was an outlier. That was one issue. But we were routinely 43 46%. Take the waste out unusual. of it. It's just bad. It's just, it just But that's make, what's yeah. crazy is, is, is 40, 40%, let's say, is exceptional on the newsstand. That means 60% of what you create is being recycled. And as we all know, recycling is, is a dodgy subject all its own. So I like the idea of getting – Panorama was great because there was no newsstand waste. And I like the idea of doing something again without that. But also in the midst of all this, my mom had a stroke. Mm. And we ended up having to clean out my parents' house of 40-some-odd oh, years. Grief. And if you've done that, you realize how much... I thought, oh, how bad can this be? My yeah. parents are really clean. They're not, <laughs> they're not hoarders. And what I realized is cleaning out a house that someone's lived in, we become very efficient in how much we hoard. It doesn't look like we're hoarding. Humans accumulate a lot of stuff, I've found. And we pack every gill. We, like... In our own way, we're evolving, and we keep finding new ways to stuff things into corners. <laughs> yeah. And I realize with our California closets. <laughs> correct. And basements are, are, right, faux, right, sure. are faux basements, you know, that have hill, like dirt hills under them. And I grew up with real basements. I don't know what you guys are doing oh, out yeah. here. Okay. So our, all these slabs. Our basements are a little dicey. But, uh, <laughs> and that house was full of stuff. And the hardest part was my mom's passion is floral design and at a very, very high level, you know, working with museums and different things. And so she had all these props and all these different things that were involved that were made for a lot of these exhibits. Mm. And we didn't know what her condition would be in a year. And so we were trying to make decisions as her children, what should be saved, what should not, what documents mattered. And I realized that everyone has this. Everyone has this these documents, these photos, mm-hmm. some of these things, and the old model of what I worked with, with all the ads, prevents you from running a long article. And I wanted to save these documents because they're being thrown away. Children are finding them in shoeboxes of their parents' homes, right. and there's these rich stories, but the kids might not share the passion. Right. I appreciate it. Or my not have the passion. attention span for long form, which yeah. is what I run into a lot. Yeah, that's quite common, too. So I wanted to find a way to, how do you eliminate the paper waste of ads in a in a temporal form mm-hmm. and maximize the editorial content. And there's nothing wrong with that model. That model's a proven successful model, but I wanted to try a different model. Sure. So that was a big those were some of the backstory to the thinking about triple zero. How many years has it been? Three. 
How's it going? It's going well. We're in 42 countries, which blows my mind. That's incredible. Isn't it? Um, <laughs> 42 countries? I mean, that's amazing. I didn't know that's that. That's awesome. Yeah. Justin Page, our creative director, did a map at the A plus D Museum. It's a video map, and it shows where it started, and it's just three dots. You know, here in Los Angeles, where Alex Pilevsky, or Alexander Pilevsky, more formally, uh, or Sasha Pilevsky, as his true friends know him. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I was sitting next to him at the thing, and it was like, Sasha, Sasha, Sasha. And then you hear the full name, and you're like, oh, pardon we me. Have a lo- I had no idea. <laughs> we have a lot of fun when, when, when I come down and I'm in his social circles, because I, I know him as Alexander or Alex from working, getting to know him professionally 20 years ago. And he decided to go that way professionally. Mm-hmm. But then I come down to L.A. and see all of his friends, and I'll say, hey, Alex, this and that. Who? Who's, who's, is Pete talking to his imaginary friend over yeah. here? Like, I only see Sasha over on? there. Yeah, yeah. So I get plenty Even of weird NPR looks from his friends. Night, same thing. So yeah. funny. So, you know, this is an intermingling of Alex's, Alex's groups, and he's deep in the art world, has a phenomenal art appreciation. But you oh. mentioned your BMW passion. Mm-hmm. You really need to at least go have coffee with Alex because – we worked together at Ross Priados where Excellence was, and he came back one night. And yes, Alex, I'm telling this story. We, we, had, we had a decision on whether or not we would tell this story the other day. And he, he would come and go, and he was very efficient in his work. And he, would, he drove an E36 M3. And he came into my office one night after work, after everybody left, and we hadn't interacted yet, really. He was just this guy Oh, who, this is your meeting? Yeah, yeah, for okay. sure. And so around about 1997, 1998... And I just knew him as a guy, another editor in the in the building who would come and go like clockwork. And he kind of kept to himself and he, he was friendly, but he comes into my office, my tiny office, tiny office, and sits down. And I, I think my Mac 2E sounded like it was a, 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 a wood. No, no, more, more than that. It, it sounded like a, it, it sounded like a, like a lumber yard. It, every now and then the hard drive or whatever was in there would go. Oh, I remember those. <laughs> and people too, could yeah. hear it on the phone. I mean, a friend from college called. And he's like, is that your computer? The whole chassis would vibrate. <laughs> yeah. I remember what you're yeah. talking about. And, yeah. and he'd say, is that your computer? And he was in Prague and he could hear it. Um, so here comes Alex and he sits down in the chair and he says, you know, I really want to get an M6, an, an older M6, an 80s M6, but I can't decide between 87 and 88. The 87 has leather door tops, and the 88 has good bumpers. This is a riot. And I said, and, and I said, no, it's a riot because I was going to ask you what, and I thought nobody in the world would care. I was going to ask you what year was the Z36 because I know the differences of the 95 to he had, the 96 he had a 95, and on. So he had, he had the squared setup. He had a 95. No, he had 95 with the optional forged, which had wider oh, rear wheels. That's right. It was a freak but show that was car. the only one. That was yeah. the car that worked. Yeah. And was it diamond black? It was. It was a metallic black That's of that so year. Funny. And so he comes and he sits, he just plants down unannounced, just sits down. And the first thing out of his mouth is, I want to get an M6. And I can't decide between 87 and 88, do I get the leather door tops or do I get the good bumpers? <laughs> and the two... I said out loud, I said, well, you've got to get the good bumpers, man. And, but but in, that's the right answer, but isn't the, it? I agree. I, I think so. <laughs> but, but then I like rubber interiors. They, they like connect with my inner van again and my inner 240DL wagon from the Berkeley Hills. Like it's, just, it's just my space. I get it. But, the, but the, uh, I, I le- I, the inner monologue for me was, wow, this guy's a freak. We're going to get along great. Yes. <laughs> you know, that was my thought. And here, 20 years later, some of my best drives have been with this guy. And some of my, I mean, really, he's been a 
tremendous friend for 20 years. Wow. You guys had me in stitches the other night with the stories you were telling about your uh, California melee. And, and oh, yeah. You so melee. we won't go out, Probably a story for another time. Yeah, those but, what, uh, was it, what was it oh, that you just said? Had me in stitches. Well, it wasn't California melee, was it? Yeah, it was. Oh, somebody else told me to ask you about that. Oh, well. So we Marco oh, maybe from we, TLG. Maybe, oh, maybe we are going there. Marco was there. He was there. One question I was supposed to ask was, Okay. ask about the California melee. Yeah, so we went. We decided to go on the melee, I think it was 97 and 96 or no, 97 or 98 we went and we took my 914 my first car and we were ostracized in a 914 because it accepted wax so the melee was pretty rough because it's uh, all about being it's the opposite of it right? yeah it, it was almost a point of pride for this crew that they would find these cars they literally haul them out of dirt lots where their cars were sinking into the earth and like they, the lemons up uh, yeah. right oh yeah, yeah. yeah that's the culture I mean this is the culture that lemons really came out of right. is, you know Chris Bonk Jeff Gazidis what am I thinking crew. of the, uh, but there's a name for that hole is it the Trump card? Is that like No, that the lemons type? thing. Do other, does everyone know what I'm talking about? 24 Hours of Lemons. Oh, that's yeah. what it is. Okay. That's all Jay Lamb. And Jay Lamb is actually who hired me for the internship. <laughs> Here comes that small world thing we were talking about. Here's a small yeah. world. Flipped it right over. Yeah. Same so, book. <laughs> so Jay Lamb hired me for the internship, and I really wanted to car drive, road and track, whatever, the big ones, and got nowhere. I think John Phillips from Car and Driver called and said, here, kid, the deal is uh, either you go to University of Michigan or – what was it, UC Riverside, or you're not in the game? Or is it UC Irvine? If you're not going to school at UC Irvine or University of Michigan, you can't come play. It was basically the message. And he was he's so honest about it. I was in my dorm room, dejected. And then Jay Lamb calls. He's like, hey, how would you like to come intern at Sports Car International this summer? I was like, wah, wah, wah. <laughs> <laughs> Small time. Take that, uh, life. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, you know, it was it – was, 30 minutes from where I lived, where, where, I, where my parents lived, yeah. and so I could do it for the summer. And it proved to be a phenomenal experience because if I'd been a car and dry road and track, I would have been getting gas and washing cars. And that's okay. You earn your stripes. Mm-hmm. You Different put your experience. dues in. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But Jay sent me on the Pontiac Grand Prix wide track uh, press launch in I remember that car. Mystic, I remember Connecticut. I remember that car. I remember that whole. I remember this. Oh yeah, sound this of power. Is me growing up, sound of power. They like tuned it. Makes they one made it noise. All wide. It was a big deal. Yeah, it just track. makes one noise. Oh, oh, it's all it does. And you know, no matter what RPM you're at, when you step on, that's the noise it makes. And there's a fabulous video you can find from the 24 Hours Lemons about that noise. Nikon <laughs> and Jay. We'll show it. After. I just yeah, remember we'll show, the car when it was new. And the whole we might thing. have to show that video too. But anyways, yeah. the the. Yeah, we got deep into this on, on Saturday night. We so did. we started with Porsche, stitches. in the end, we're just car people. And so we showed up in the 914, and we were ostracized, kind of. Just, and it was not an exception, no Concorde car or anything, but really, this crew finds the weirdest cars. <laughs> and, and, and it was the early years of Melee. I think there was a rotary RX3, I guess it was, with primer yeah. everywhere. And they hit a skunk and they duct taped the skunk <gasps> onto the hood. Oh, Stop. Yeah. No. Yeah. So we, I mean, yeah. So we, we, we At get. At least the trunk, so you don't have to smell well, it. Well, grief. And, and then their, their favorite lunch stop for that was the, the pasta ranch and spaghetti farm. No. Oh, yeah. Closedale. Spaghetti farm so where they we, grow pasta. So, so we, we roll in in the 914, and this, and this Mazda pulls up next to us, and literally there's a duck, there's a skunk duct taped to the hood. Um, it was a different Awful. crowd, and we loved it. It was great. <laughs> <laughs> And, and, and the second best Alpha Montreal I've ever seen was on that trip. It was an orange Montreal with half 
primer spots and Campagnolos dumped on a set of uh, 20555 tires and looked incredible. <laughs> and so I mean, it was it was just a great great crowd. It's like Satan uh um what? Shift knobs and oh, like, I, like rancher, rancheros with those. You know, those, you paint is amazing. You know when you go over to Germany and there's E30s with those crazy murals on the hoods. Yeah, 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 that, that yeah, whole yeah, culture. Yeah. There was a ranchero down that too. way. It's like yeah, 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 and and LA. Um, so. So it's a ranchero done that way in primer. It's like no gloss, but it's like got murals on the tailgate. It was, and, but and the they, ranchero was kind of cool. And this <laughs> this crew hauled, and it was I think it was the first year of the melee because it started as it started as the dirtbag five hundred. Oh yeah, <laughs> but that at least paints the picture. Yeah. But someone died, oh, and God. so they kind of went underground for a year and reappeared <laughs> as the melee. It. They rebranded as the melee to make fun, of course, of the melee, and that's part of the culture of that. This is horrible. And so, so Alex and I were ostracized the first year. And so the second year, like, we can't bring the 914. It's too nice. So we, we asked Jay if we could borrow his Alpha. And Jay loaned us a step-nosed Julia that was too nice. And we were still on the outside. These all sound like semi-decent cars. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the step, well, they, they fixed that, though. You guys corrected that the next time. Oh, yeah. The third, which is what Ray wanted to know about. Uh, <laughs> The third year, we, we really sat down and thought about what do we do here? Like, how do we beat a bunch of bad British cars? And Issa Revoltas with, you know, very questionable history. Uh, one was found from a classified flea market ad long before Craigslist. And it was, the ad was, the ad was uh, Chevy V8 and Barani tires. That was the ad. <laughs> Barani wheels. Yeah, correct. Oh, my God. And so one, of the guys, so one of the guys, Jeff Gazaitis, calls on it. And another guy had gone out to get it, and they were all in competition with each other. So I think it was Chris Bonk was out there at Antioch or something way out there. How do you know of this area? And, and this is so, all where I grew up. Okay, so really? <laughs> yes. What city did you grow up? I grew up in Connecticut, in, in, Fair, in Fairfield County, right outside the city, but I knew, I know the whole state. Okay. It's tiny. Okay, okay. So, so I grew up in Wilton, Connecticut. Okay, so, so, Bonk, so Bonk goes out to this old elderly couple to buy this, this Iso Revolta. And it's just shredded. I mean, the thing's been living in a, in a lot in, in Antioch forever. And out by the John Muir house or something. I mean, it's like, I don't know which town it was out there, but it was out there. And he, he leaves San Francisco, leaves, you know, leaves uh, Potrero Hill or wherever Bonk was at the time and goes out there to get it. And he's out there getting the car because he saw Barani tires. He knew what was up. And he knew that with that engine, I can't remember if it was a Chrysler or a Chevy. What would it would have been a Chrysler in Iso Revolta? Did they do both at one point, or was it a I'm to, I want to say to Chevy. I, I, I think you're. I think you're right. So the elderly couple, the, the the guys showing him the car, and his wife comes out on the porch and says, "All that, uh, you know, it's a telephone." And he says, "Not now, honey. I'm I'm selling this car." And she says, "No, no, it's not for you. It's for him." And so it's Gazaitis on the phone, his buddy from back in the city, and, and he's, he's like, that's my car. Like, it's mine. I saw it first. And Bonk just hangs up the Small phone. Small world. And, and so we're driving in the Palace of Fine Arts, and this Issa Revolta comes around the corner. And, I mean, those things already look kind of angry. They have that weird brow yep. over the headlights. Yep. And it's just, it's just primer. And I think all he did was put tires on it and tune a little bit, and he was good to go for 1,000 miles. And, <laughs> and oh, my he, gosh. He drove the wheels off that thing. I, if you've ever followed one through a corner, the camber gain both directions, positive and negative, down the side of the car. Like when it's cornering, you, the, the, the wheels are at 45-degree angles effectively. Tell, yeah. So 
The third year, we thought, how do you beat a bunch of bad British cars? And we thought, you do it with a replica of a British car. Oh my gosh, you got this is when they this is when they added uh, uh, the the spotter planes to the cannonball run. Like you guys cracked open oh. a whole new thing. And this would be where if, if you were doing multiple episodes, this is where you would stop. Yeah, that's right. Because this and is more. a cliffhanger, right? Because <laughs> now you get to the yeah. So here we are, and. And my girlfriend at the time, her dad had felt bad for a, a, a guy in their social circle who was down on his luck and had a VW uh, Bug MGTD, you know, sort of a fake MG. Okay. And I knew about this, and I said, you know. Was it the bug with the body kit deal? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, with the full bonnet and, the, you know, you sit in the I mean, they had Rolls Royces where I was mm-hmm. a kid. Right. It was yeah. a Beetle with a Rolls Royce front. <laughs> yeah, so, <laughs> so, I, so I, call, yes. I called him up, and I said, you know, can we borrow, borrow that? I knew he wasn't driving it. It's like, can we borrow that? And Alex, Alex, so I went down to San Jose to get it and drive it up to San Francisco. Alex had a garage out in the avenues in San Francisco where we could keep it. And Alex had one requirement. He said, we're going to have a professional rebuild the brakes. He's like, the only way I'm doing 1,000 miles on that thing is if we know it will stop. And so I go get it in San Jose. I'm driving up 680. It's 60 or 70 miles an hour. And I think the windshield frame was made out of shower rod. It's like some sort of like weird <laughs> kit car, ex- like aluminum extrusion. And I was looking at that and I was thinking, this is like we could, di- we, we could die. Like we, we could definitely die in this thing. And so we get it out. We park it out of his house in the avenues and it let go. I filled the tank right before I brought it out there. And he got a call from the landlord because the people in the three floors above it it, it leaked all 16 gallons out into the, ga- in, into the garage. Oh, I bet that stinks. <laughs> oh, yeah. And that was only the beginning of the fun with that car. So we had their big So what was build. there, just a leak? You filled it up and there was a leak, so yeah. it all just drained yeah, right Yeah, I wasn't ready for that. <laughs> and so, not ready for that. Yeah. <laughs> so the, not been through the shop. It's like eating so too much. It wasn't thing. a good vote of confidence for the trip. And the car, uh, the, when you opened the bonnet, which, of course, went to nowhere. Um, when you opened the bonnet. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah, of course. the engine's real, in the back. Course, yeah. Right. The steering, I didn't notice this until about halfway through the rally, but when you open the bonnet, the steering gear, because the, they had to lengthen the, the steering column because you sit in the back seats, effectively. Because it's oh. rear engine, but you sit right in front right. of the rear engine. So they had to lengthen the steering column. And what whoever built this one did was they took four-by-fours of wood and they notched them and then, and then put U-bolts through them to hold the steering that's column. The, that's the yeah. rack? With, 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 <laughs> with duct tape bushings. <laughs> Um, so the bushings were just wrapped a, a very nicely wrapped piece of duct tape around at each point of the U-bolts. So we drove that thing for a thousand, and then we dressed up as, as Germans trying to be British, uh, at all times. So we well, had that's pipes. Good that, that's acknowledging what you're doing. Oh yeah. That's kind of a nice. Yeah. Awesome. yeah we, we got yeah. style points award that yeah. year. Uh, so we were fully in the group, but and then there's no mystique about it. Just it was, like, this is what we're doing. It Here was, you go. it was the worst car I've ever driven. And at one point, we're coming into, I think it was Mendocino or something, we're freezing, and Alex says, Alex what does this knob do? It was below the seat, so I was all, do not touch it. And we'd already had the shift, had to rebuild the shift mechanism en route while everybody was eating. And, and Even if uh, that knob is benign, it's, I, we I don't said, know how it's I set said, up. It yeah. runs, don't do anything. <laughs> right, right, right. Think about doing a thousand miles in this thing. No, you told me about the curves. steering rack. I don't understand it. So <laughs> well, he only knew that halfway through. Home Depot made. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I was well. Com- we were fully committed by the time we realized what the steering gear was really like. <laughs> yeah, I bet. So, so I was like, "Don't touch." He's like, "I'm doing it." So he just reaches down, and, and, and it was heat. We didn't know we had a heater. <laughs> it was like, ah, it was the best. Opened up the exchanger or something. But we're going down a curvy section, and 
just raw fuel fumes. I'm like, dude, do you smell the fuel? And I look over and he's got his shirt over his face. (laughs) So we only had a little ways to go yet. And when I I stopped at this gas station, I looked at the bonnet with all its vents and there was all this fumes of fuel with the dirt. And so I just duct taped the uh, cap onto the tank. No more problem. Sealed. But but I, I think my favorite moment came in Fairfax, California, almost home. And one of the fake wire wheel hubcaps was rattling. One of the Barati tire yeah, the, hubcaps. Yeah, exactly. Yes. So I just at the at the red light in Fairfax, I just reached over and I reached back from the driver's seat and tightened the center cap. No more problem. Nobody, nobody saw. That nobody was the benefit the of sitting in the back seat. So you could you could actually adjust the center caps from the driver's seat. Ridiculous. Can't do that in the Porsche. But, but how right? much fun did you have? We had a good time. I mean, wasn't it the most it's, fun? Yeah, and we got some good stories. Gosh. Which you will not read about in Triple Zero. You won't. I was going to say, that sort of thing will not be in the magazine. Probably won't read about that There's in the backstage pass to Triple Zero. And curiously, it was our last melee. Right. It was our last melee. That's amazing. We, never, we did three years in a row and then never again after that. So I don't know about that. You won it. That's why. Yeah. Yeah. You accomplished that. We have been going uh, almost 50 minutes here. We can certainly go another couple, but I'd like to think about wrapping it up. Is there mm. anything that we should... Uh, hit on from the 914 event from this weekend yeah, or I mean, anything we specifically we, I would love to promote well, Triple Zero even more well, I, also, so. I also brought you a copy so thank you, you, you know, thank it's you. Uh, something that you can have and thank you very very much yeah no I mean this, <laughs> these things speak for themselves <laughs> but I mean the, your work speaks for itself the event was well thank you the, it, there's a lot of people at work in that thing there's a ton of people and but you're sitting here you know that. I'm sitting here yes okay. but I mean 15, no, let's give credit where credit is due yeah there's there's Justin Page's creative you know creative director is just he's done a phenomenal job with the design of the thing and Alex it, this thing wouldn't exist if it wasn't for Alex oh, choosing to to come in on this crazy idea but I mean, the, Alex, I don't, Sasha, Sasha. Ah. Sasha, Sasha. <laughs> so it, it, but there's so many people involved. Some of the photographers you probably both know. Um, and Porsche has been tremendously supportive, which is key because a lot of the documents are with the factory and the factory has done such a good job. Jens Torner and, I think, again, that speaks to the work. Uh, I love a deep dive. That's one of the reasons that we started doing this show. Um, We were going against the three-minute model that was going on when when Mm -hmm. we started doing this. Um, So that's one of the things that I think your – I don't even want to call this a periodical, but this 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 art book, um, I think hits that that maybe you don't get other places. And I'm not trying to say that there's, you know what I mean? There's no bad blood anywhere. I love all of our magazines that we receive. As do I. Um, but this is something a little different. That was the goal. The goal was to add something to the landscape, um, just as you're doing. And there's all of these different tools out there, and those are good tools. I just wanted to create a different platform so you could go deeper and do a 20-page article on early Fuchs wheels. And but the story for how you got there that you told today, to me, is what makes this yeah. everything. It's the human, the human element of what you were going through to make you realize what else was possible out there. And to me... That's how the magic happens. Well, so thank you, Pete Stepp. Yeah, thank thank you for having me. And you know, it it, it uh, it's it's been a crazy ride these three years. Uh, never pushed this hard in my life, but it's been a lot of it's been a lot of fun and hugely rewarding when we're able to tell some of the stories yeah. that I couldn't get to or couldn't tell in the old formats. 
that's now your to- nah, this is it that's, that's everything it. here we, we are here we are <laughs> uh please don't be a stranger to us if there's anything we can do for you in the future if you ever want to come back when you're in town uh we're doing this show from the pec down in uh, yeah, I look forward uh, to that Carson. which is very cool you're bringing uh, the entire November. set with you we're going to bring the desk and chairs and this stuff and they're going to create another set for How us cool there. Is that? We'll, we'll probably bring elements well, i am amazed by this this desk this is not a desk i would have ever envisioned myself sitting sitting near for any reason it's crazy right let alone that it would be here in this little nook inside a condo and inside a little nook of canuck california yeah and (laughs) and and while taping a live show i mean it's it's it's, and sitting in this chair with the other chair right next to schaefer here it's a pretty wild thing am i forgetting anything is there anything that i we should hit this this has been fun been a wonderful job and conversation no i i think it covers it well because we really do uh, from porsche classic standpoint you know we always say like we did on saturday we are what we remember and of course the driving experience of the cars uh, speak for themselves when they're properly equipped and in the case of triple zero magazine the history and heritage that's that's pulled out from there i mean you really are doing great work with that and and we um we appreciate that. Well, and I want to say, too, that I appreciate you coming out to California for this weekend's events at the A-plus-D mm-hmm. Museum Los Angeles. Uh, Ray, you were quick to support that. I know we both have a love of architecture and mid-century architecture in particular. Uh, I'd encourage your listeners and viewers to go check out that exhibit. It goes to the end of ne- November. It's really about the birth of a magazine and, as a design project. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then also that you came out here to support 914 on 914. Uh, and to do all these events around architecture and design with that car. Well, thank you. It's a pleasure to, pleasure to work with you on it and to see everybody out here in our community. I really love that opportunity, and so thank you for working with us on that as well. Great. This is the opportunity where we, where we do billboard. <laughs> how do we keep up with you both? Let's start Pete Stout. How do, we, uh, how do people find you on social media? Well, easiest place to find find. Me is on on our Instagram and find Just find our zero. crew. Yeah, it's it's zero, zero, zero 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 magazine zero yeah. zero zero magazine the numerals and then you can easily find us on at, at zero 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 magazine dot com. Awesome and Mr. Ray Schaefer. Now I'm at Ray Schaefer on Instagram, but <laughs> you can find your all the information you really want to know at PorscheUSA.com slash classic. I don't know, Mrs. Ryan. As good as that was, Ray Schaefer, I'm just going to have to add to that and say that. <laughs> I know. You if not already, please consider following Ray Schaefer for your backstage pass to all things Porsche Classic, brand heritage, and travel-related material. That's Ray Schaefer. Ray dot Schaefer. S-H-A-F-E-R. You've done this before. Every He's got his own episode. follow copy yeah. card. We're so proud of him. He does his backstage pass wow. segments for us that are so great. We you know, love them. I'm always learning from Ray Schaefer over here. He's just kind of the way he goes through life. He has things. You're very kind. Thank you. It, we love you both. We really do. Uh, Mrs. Ryan, what's you. going on? What do we have tomorrow? Tomorrow. I don't think we have Tomo- Oh, we're off we're, tomorrow. We're off tomorrow. Tomorrow is finally our Sunday. Yeah. You, have, you have the beach tomorrow. <laughs> Tuesday right? will be our Oh, I think it's going to be in bed, <laughs> shades oh, shut, maybe yeah. movies for Mrs. Ryan. Wow. She's one of those, I think, uh, uh, the restore and the rejuvenate doesn't happen all that easily. So mm. it's almost like seclusion. And then she sort of bolsters back up and then she comes out of it and she's like, boop, boop, boop. All the energy's back. Yeah. Is that fair? Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right. Well, in that case, we're off tomorrow. Back on Wednesday with Diane Nichols. Comedian. Fantastic. One of uh, Richard's fans. Beautiful. I love it. And Dave Watch, we got to earlier, thanks to Ray Schaefer. So with that, Mrs. Ryan, I love you so very much. 
Pete Stout and Ray Schaefer, we love you guys so very much. Thank you again for being here. It means the world to both of us. We'll see you guys out there in the Porsche world for sure. Everybody else, we love you. See you at home. No, that's not true. We love everybody at home. <laughs> I'm not going to see anybody at home. Hang on. Here we go. I'm coming. <laughs> we know what you mean. Love everybody at home. We will see you on Wednesday. Well done. That's fun. Okay. All right. You are a real car person. Thank <laughs> you.